guys, welcome to another edition of the Collecting Raj Podcast. As always, I am your host, Raj. Welcome back to the show for a stunningly awesome new edition. And I really wouldn't say stunningly awesome. More, um, hey, you know, I made it back two weeks in a row, so uh, I guess uh, that's a, that's a good, uh, good start to it. As far as trying to get back in the groove. Uh, so, I'll go ahead and start off by talking about what my last, I guess, post through my podcast feed was about, and that was AEW Full Gear. That was last Saturday. Uh, that was a great show. Um, I did predictions beforehand, and they actually did a fun thing during the show. I would basically run the Wheel of Names um, and put the contestants on the Wheel of Names in the order that they... Um, entered uh the arena uh for their entrances um on the wheel and i'd spin it and let it basically pick who would be the winner for that match and as unrealistic as this sounds uh it actually picked the winner correctly um i think it was i think it only missed two matches um it actually beat my own predictions which i thought was a little bit crazy uh it was a nice Nice laugh at myself, but boy, that was so weird um, that his predictions were that uh, that close to on point. Because uh, it was just, you know, a completely random wheel spin deciding the winner, and it was just uh, kind of nuts. Uh, but it was it was a great show. Um, I'd probably say my match of the night ended up being the match with Darby Allen and MJF. Now... I was kind of on the fence in terms of what would be considered my match of the night because the match with Kingston and CM Punk was very good as well. But to be honest, it's kind of like comparing apples to oranges if you really think about it because the match with Darby and MJF was definitely a wrestling match while the match with Kingston and Punk seemed a lot more like just like a fight. And I mean, it's really hard to compare matches in terms of their quality and enjoyment when they're so far apart in the type of match they actually are. So, I mean, really, I guess if you really consider it in matches that were based on, you know, fights or um, anything of that nature, Kingston and Punk were definitely hands down way better than the Young Bucks match uh, or even the um, Dinner Circle match. Uh, yes, I said Dinner Circle because I'm kind of tired of them. Um, so I'm, I'm still in line from Cornette. I'm going to call them the dinner circle. Um, yeah, it was definitely better than those quote unquote fight matches for sure. Uh, and not even, it wasn't in second place. wasn't even close folks. So let me just put it that way. Um, punk and Kingston was fantastic just from the get go, him just knocking punk out. And I, uh, I loved every bit of it. It was so good. Um, if you have not seen it or the MJF and Darby match, I highly recommend you finding somewhere to check them out because if there's any matches on that show you want to see, it's definitely those two. Now, the world title match between Kenny Omega and Hangman Adam Page was very good as well. Um, and fortunately, they you know we got the conclusion that we wanted. It wasn't something we had to wait until they were in Virginia to get the result of, so that was great. Uh, I did think it was a nice touch, uh, spoilers, uh, where, you know, the 
Bucks were out there, Matt kind of gave the nod to Hangman. I thought that was a nice little touch in terms of trying to keep with the long-term, long-term storytelling aspect of it. Uh, so I did really enjoy that. Uh, but the match was very good. Um, I'd probably definitely say for wrestling matches, it was definitely number two of the night. Uh, but MJF and Darby definitely took the cake in terms of best match of the night, hands down. Uh, just from storytelling, selling, um, the ring psychology of it all, uh, even down to that finish. That finish was fucking fantastic. And there's my one F1, F-bomb for the for the show. It was, it was that good. I just... It was so well-informed, and MJF did all the right stuff, and it was just down to the selling of the knee. Uh, I mean, it was just a fan-freaking-tastic match, and I I really enjoyed it. So, match of the night definitely goes to MJF and Darby for me on that show. But, like I said, as a whole, the show was really good. There were a few spots that I was kind of lukewarm on. Uh, But, I mean, for me, I'd say just based on how the main event ended... And how good of quality uh, my two favorite matches of the night were. I would definitely put it as an 8 out of 10 show. I mean, honestly, I didn't really enjoy the Dinner Circle, Dan Lambert crap that much. Uh, The Young Bucks match in uh, Jurassic Express with Christian wasn't bad necessarily. But, I mean, it wasn't anything I could have lived without. Uh, That's for sure. And the FTR match was good up until that finish. And it just kind of fell flat. Which, you know, now we all know that... Uh, Dax kind of got rocked in that match and he wasn't able to finish it up. So they had to kind of wrap it up early. So I get that. Um, uh, but, uh, because of that, it definitely made it the, the finish on that very flat. The, uh, women's title match was fine. I really had no issues with it. I pretty much expected Britt to win that one. I didn't really see Tay, uh, taking the victory in that regard. I don't think she's the proper person, uh, for Britt to really drop the title to right now. Um, but like I said, it was a, it was a fine match. No issues with it. I mean, really just, it was a solid show. Um, I'd probably put it about an eight and a half, maybe a nine. Um, because man, those, but those, those two matches were so good. Like literally if the, if the hell pay-per-view was just Darby and MJF, Kingston and Punk and Hangman and, um, Omega, I would have paid the pay-per-view price just for those three matches alone. That's how good they were. So if you have not seen the pay-per-view, check it out. I'm sure you can go on YouTube, find it. I'm sure you can find even just um, videos of just the individual matches themselves. Check those out. I mean, really is worth the watch. Highly recommend it. Uh, oh, and also Cody still sucks. Needs to turn heel. Quit saying he's just a baby face. So <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and uh, move along from the full gear um, chat real quick. And I'm going to go on into uh, my weekly gets. Uh, which is basically anything I've picked up throughout the week from my collection, anything I may have added to it, anything I may have even taken out of it. Um, So this will be just kind of a general toy room collection chit-chat. So uh, first off, um, I found one of the new Mattel Elite Kushidas out in the wild. Uh, And considering this is going to be his first and only figure, I'm almost certain this will be his only figure because I do not see him staying around much longer. Uh, And that's only based on the recent round of cuts that just hit. Uh, This is Sunday, and I think about three or four days ago, they announced another list of cuts, which included guys like John Morrison, um, Oni Lorcan, uh, Tegan Knox. uh, Just... uh, 
it just it doesn't stop, does it, with that company. They just keep digging the hole, and it's just unreal. So, Kushida's fantastic. The figure looks great. Um, I, I really do think they did a fantastic job with the figure. I did an unboxing video for the figure over on the YouTube channel, so go check it out. Just search Collecting Raj. You can find my channel if you haven't already. And hit subscribe, hit the notification button so you know when I put videos up, because I do put videos up pretty damn frequently over there. Uh, but the Kushida is awesome. Highly recommend it, uh, for, especially for a Mattel Elite. Um, it's a 9 out of 10 figure for me, really. I mean, it, it's pretty damn solid. Only issue I had with it, uh, which, I mean, you can kind of see on the video, was uh, just a little nitpicky stuff. But nothing that was enough to really, you know, bring the score down substantially. Uh, also, we started potentially digging the hole for myself on adding something new to the collection, and I'm just <sighs> chasing the dragon at this point. And so I ended up buying this Super Saiyan Trunks figure from the Dragon Ball Evolve figure set, which you can find those at Target and Walmart occasionally have them. They actually have a very low retail price of right around $10, which is very surprising. Uh, but I bought it on just on a whim. I really like Super Saiyan Trunks. Uh, Trunks is one of my favorite characters in the canon of Dragon Ball. And I thought, you know what? Why not? I just got that Goku Black Dragon Stars figure a couple weeks ago, which I was uh, aesthetically I was pleased with, function-wise and quality of the figure. Not so much because the legs kept popping off. Uh, but I figured, you know, I'll add a Super Saiyan Trunks in there next to Goku Black. And I think it'll look awesome. So I bought this Dragon Ball Evolved figure and uh, was blown away by how good it was. There's also a, a unboxing video for it up on the YouTube channel as well. Go check it out and you can see exactly what I'm talking about. But the figure's fantastic. Uh, lots of articulation. Great price point. Figure looks good. Um, but yeah, I, if anything, if you're a Dragon Ball collector and you've been on the fence about those Dragon Ball Evolved figures, I recommend them. For that price point, you can't beat it. And honestly, they're pretty damn solid figures. Um, I've got a Super Saiyan, um, Gogeta, Super Saiyan Blue Gogeta, excuse me, uh, from that same set that I've not opened up yet. I picked it up yesterday and I'm waiting to do, um, cut some time away to do an unboxing video for it, which I will hopefully grind out this morning because I've got it, um, as well as the Survivor Series Bret Hart and the Survivor Series Hulk Hogan, uh, the Target exclusives. I've managed to snag those as well, so... I'm hoping to get to grind out those uh, unboxing videos uh, some point today before I head out to do my normal Sunday um, bullshit. So, uh, I, on that note, I also picked up a new playmat to use for the table slash background on my unboxing videos now. Um, I'm going to retire Marnie from the Pokemon playmat set. Um and put her away for, you know, when I actually do play cards. Uh, and I have actually bought a new Yu-Gi-Oh! style playmat that I think looks pretty great. Um, so that will be um, the new background, starting with the Gogeta, Hulk Hogan, and Bret Hart unboxings. Uh, so be sure to check those videos out. They should be up pretty soon. Also this week, I while I was watching the pay-per-view... Uh, full gear, I was on eBay doing my snizzity snipe thing because that's what I like to do. And I managed to snag me a Topps 
uh, WWE Classic Zack Ryder Auto Card. It's a um, sticker auto. Unfortunately, it's not. Uh, it's not an on-card auto, and it's not numbered either, which is really weird. Like, there's no actual like set number, anything like that, which is weird. Not a, you know, a card number specifically. Uh, but it, I mean, it's an authentic Topps card, WWE, uh, and it's and it's a full like foil card. Um, so the card looks awesome. I just uh, I'm blown away and kind of confused that there's no set number um, or it's not individually numbered as far as like a limited run number, no stamping or anything like that on it. It's from 2011. Um, so yeah, if you know anything about that, give me a shout because I find it very. Um, interesting that the Matt Ryder uh, card, as Dan Hasen calls them, uh, very cool card, but definitely odd in the what the hell is this department. Um, I picked up Mox's book uh, titled Mox. I've started to work on it a little bit. Time has been kind of so-so in terms of actually having time to sit down and read, because there's a difference between having free timing, having actual time to read, because you want no interruptions, no distractions, nothing. So that's going to be a little harder to uh, work around, but I have started on it, and so far I really enjoy it. It's really great reading uh, the book, and you know, as you read it, you can just almost hear John saying the stuff that you're reading in the books. Like it feels like his own words, which it is. Uh, it has a really great uh, feeling to have when you're reading a book like this. So, uh, so far I'm really enjoying it. Um, I know a lot of people um, that I know personally who have read it have just absolutely loved the book and said it's one of their favorites, uh, hands down. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, getting not just knocking it out and finishing it, um, maybe doing that sometime this week. Got a little vacay coming up uh, and may use some time for, um, for that as well. Uh, which, if you need to get that book, I was able to get it on Amazon a hardcover for like 18 bucks. So check it on Amazon. You may be able to still find it there for that price. Don't quote me on it. Um, I could be incorrect. That was, you know, last week when I bought it. And luckily they had it to me in like two days, uh, which was also pretty nice. Also, if you look at my Instagram, I did some customizing yesterday. And I took um, a Bret Hart Elite that I had on my shelf that I've had for a while now that had no accessories whatsoever to it and i ended up um basically cutting the hands off of it because unfortunately because of this old style um elite um the hands didn't detach from it so i actually had to pull them out rip the hand sockets out and kind of cut away some of the stump that was still left in there and replace it with replace them with actual like hands uh that i had left over in a bag from another figure and I took the jacket and glasses from Sammy Guevara, which I didn't feel like were needed anyways, and I put them on Brett. And then took the Wing Eagle belt that I had extra and put it on Brett the way I like it. And boy, that figure came out looking absolutely badass. And actually, a lot of people give me really good feedback saying they really like how that Sammy Guevara jacket looks on Brett Hart. So if you're looking for a way to have yourself a Brett Hart that kind of looks like a you know real nice you know alternative to alternative. Uh, to the, like, Ultimate Edition Brett or something like that. I mean, this is a solid way of having a really nice-looking Brett in your, in your display without breaking the bank. Uh, honestly, I'm kind of tempted to try the jacket and um, 
try the jacket and the belt on the Survivor Series Brett once I get it open to see how it looks on it too. Uh, but it's more likely going to stay on that Brett because um, I don't know. Like I really like how the Survivor Series Brett looks in hand. Like I wasn't really thrilled with it when I saw pictures of it online, but when you actually have it in hand in person, the figure looks a hell of a lot better. Uh, so. I'm going to try it with that, but I think I'm going to keep it with the one I've got it on. But it's still a very cool figure. Check it out on my Instagram at Collecting Raj, uh, and you can find that over there as well. I put a new order in with my good buddy over at Chaos Wrestling Club with a K. Find him over on Instagram. He makes a lot of shirts uh, and pants uh, for your Mattel and Jazzwares figures. Um, great, great prices, good product, I mean, fantastic product. I put a picture up on my Instagram a while back of the Bullet Club shirt that I had made for uh, the the Good Brothers and AJ and the Bucks and Kenny, and those came out looking absolutely stellar. I was really pleased with them. Uh, so yeah, check him out over at Chaos Wrestling Club. Like I said, it's Chaos with a K on Instagram. Uh, and like I said, great shirts. Pretty much any shirt that's ever been a wrestling shirt ever you can think of, he can pretty much make it. Um, and it just really good dude, great prices, great service. Um, and so, yeah, check him out if you're looking for some shirts for some of your figs. I've got some really cool shirts coming up, and I can't wait to get them on my guys. And I've got another custom coming up I'm going to work on as well. And I can't wait to unveil that bad boy whenever I get all the stuff in to get it knocked out. Uh... And lastly, for purchases of the week, I got a card in that I had ordered from Japan. Uh, it is from a Dragon Ball, um, Dragon Ball, uh, Super Dragon Ball Heroes card set, and it's a kind of a uh, campaign promotion card. Um, but it is Frieza in a business suit. Uh, so if you know anything about Frieza or Dragon Ball, you can imagine what that looks like. But pretty damn look, pretty damn cool looking card. A uh, nice little cracked ice um, hollow to it. If you know anything about cards, you kind of know what the cracked ice stuff looks like. Uh, but, but great card, and the kind gentleman that um, shipped it to me from Japan gave me a nice little note with it, and um, it was a, a really cool uh, package to open this week because it was, uh, I don't know, uh, it seems like every time I get a card or anything from Japan, they always put some kind of personal handwritten note of some kind in there, uh, and it's always a nice little touch to get that personal even if it's you know a ten dollar card uh they're always very personable whenever they send out um orders so it's very uh very cool to to get that um also this last week good brother of the show landon bumgarner from the brothers and kayfabe podcast which if you have not subscribed to them and followed them over on spotify or google podcast or wherever their platform is or even found their uh, Facebook page at Facebook. You can look them up under Brothers and Kayfabe and find them there. He stopped by uh, the elusive Raj Cave, as you call it. The Castle Castle Stokes. I don't know. There's been several names at this point. Can't call the Bat Cave anymore. Unfortunately, I, I um, marked that on Google Maps um, at my last home in Edmond. Um, so I can't really use that one anymore. Uh but stopped by, had a nice long chat, brothered it out, it was real nice, uh, getting to hang with Landon and really just kind of chat about old wrestling and, um, you know, talk some future plans about the show, which is really nice. 
And in the process of that, uh, he brought along something that me and him have been talking about for a while, and that was a pair of check stubs from Smoky Mountain Wrestling addressed to Ricky and Robert of the Rock and Roll Express, and they are signed by Jim Cornette and stamped, and they are actually like, they had the letterhead on the check stubs for Smoky Mountain Wrestling, which is incredible. I love old 80s wrestling. Pretty much anything like Mid-South, Crockett, um, even, you know, World Class. Like, I just love that stuff. It's so fun. And um, especially if it involves, you know, the Midnight Express, Rock and Roll Express, Jim Cornette. Like, I absolutely love that era of tag team wrestling. And um, he had these check stubs, and I've been wanting them for so long. And, um, you know, I've got my own Mid-South scrapbook that I had inherited from my parents uh, they don't really have anything to do with wrestling anymore. Um, so it's obviously in safe hands with me. And I felt that it would be a nice addition to my Mid-South uh, scrap collection um, to add these uh, two check stubs. So we came by, we'd worked that little deal ski, and I am now the owner of these two beautiful check stubs. I'm trying to find a way I can post pictures of them Um because I'm also trying to not A, piss anybody off, or B, have Cornette come after me with the help of Stephen P. New for having possession of these. I'm not sure how or why he would, but at the same time, um, I don't know. It's kind of a weird niche item to have in your collection, um, but I'm, but it's pretty damn cool, so I'll, I'll figure out some way to get some pictures up. I also don't want to, you know, divulge any information that may be on those check stubs that could potentially cause any problems. Uh, so yeah, so those were probably my biggest gets of the week and probably for quite some time, uh, by far. Now, yesterday, my, uh, brother Robert, uh, went to Carolinas in Lawton, Oklahoma and picked up a grail figure for me. And it's something I consider a grail figure. Uh, I'm not going to divulge what it is just yet because I'm going to save that for an actual video. I'll be using it for a retro review uh, coming up, it'll be after next weekend, that's the next time me and him plan to meet up. Um, but I will be doing a retro review for this particular figure, and here's a hint. If you're a Dragon Ball fan, you'll want to keep an eye out for it, because it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun, and I think it's going to be a really cool thing to see and be able to get an in, uh, in-depth uh, discussion about it in video format. So keep an eye on the channel uh, for that. It's coming. Uh, I said it, 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 it'll be after next weekend after Thanksgiving's wrapped up uh, but it's definitely coming for sure so don't don't miss it uh, by all means uh, we've had a good week in cards uh, got some really uh, good stuff pulled from an NXT pack some nice purple uh, parallel cards and an Oni Lorcan uh, on card auto which was very nice uh, and you know I feel like that's kind of you know ironic getting that considering he just got released recently so um big shout out to biff you know whatever he does next hopefully it works out well for him i think he's a great talent it's just uh no telling where he's gonna land um hopefully it'll be somewhere that you know gives him a lot of opportunity and can really help him display his talents for damn sure um I know, it seems like I'm at a loss for thought at this point, but you know what? That's uh, kind of how it goes with uh, podcasts when you do them on the fly. But I told you guys I'd be trying to kick these things out more often again. Uh, so I'm back to do it. 
Now, I did pick up a couple of things uh, from a local comic shop in my area uh, called The Vault. Uh, if you Google, I think I actually might pull up his Deadlift Comics. Um, great, great guy there. I actually took my Mid-South mid scrapbook up to him to let him take a look at it and see kind of the stuff in there. He's a big uh, wrestling buff as well, uh, and he appreciates that kind of stuff. So it was really nice to uh, take that up there, let him look over it and see, you know, absolute history uh, that's in that book. And I uh, had a nice little chat with him. Uh, picked up the Evil Dead by Dark Horse Comics hardcover uh, for Brother Hall. As well as got him a nice little gift ski. And picked him up the uh, second issue of Elvira um, and Vincent Price. Which is actually kind of a cool cover. Really dug it. And then I also picked me up the Jim Lee cover of Superman that I've been hunting down as well. And got it for a very nice price. Um, so yeah, if you're a comic collector and you're in the Oklahoma area, Oklahoma City, Norman Moore, Edmond, um, by all means, check out the Vault Comics in Edmond. He is, a uh, good guy, great shop, prices are pretty good, um, lots of slab stuff, which is awesome, but yeah, I highly recommend him, uh, very good dude, uh, go check him out, and I think he does a lot of his, uh, if you do pull sheets or orders, uh, for, you know, monthly subscriptions to certain books, I believe he does stuff through, like, an app of some kind. Um, I don't really do monthly books anymore, so I don't really keep up with that kind of stuff, but I know he does something um, to that extent on there, so check that out. And also, speaking of Vincent Price, I managed to secure, for me and Good Brother Hall, a um, Vincent Price Funko Pop. Uh, and boy, that thing is cool as hell. If you're a Vincent Price fan, get that Funko Pop. It is awesome. The box looks great. Um, it's even got some nice artwork on the back of it. The actual Funko itself looks great. It's him just kind of petting a cat. Beautiful, beautiful Funko. Um, so highly recommend that Vincent Price. You see it, uh, and if you're a horror fan at all, uh, I don't see how you could not just grab that thing instantly. Uh, Vincent Price is amazing, and that Funko Pop is definitely, uh, no exception to the rule. Um... Got a few things coming on the way in orders for the next couple of days. Hopefully those will be hitting um, by Monday or Tuesday. Can't wait to get those in because that's going to make for some really fun um, unboxings and uh, pack openings, uh, which is really nice. Managed to make some good contacts and work out some deal skis, so those are very cool. Um, I also noticed that they had put out... Um, some prototype images of uh, the Alexa Bliss Ultimate Edition, uh, which I'm not sure if I'll get it or not. I'm not the biggest Alexa Bliss fan, but I can guarantee you Brother Hall is probably going to get one. Uh, so um, I, I think because it's going to have all the different clothing accessories with it and the swappable heads, I think it could end up actually being pretty good. So who knows? I may end up getting it, uh, but only time will tell. And they also showed uh, more proto images of the Macho Man um, that's coming out that was from the Back of the Ring um, Mattel uh, you know, Kickstarter program, which I secured mine, so I uh, cannot wait till they finally get that thing finished up and rolled out because this would be really cool. Also, um, I want to mention, if you are a fan of Dan Housen at all, uh, Zombie Sailor Toys will be releasing pre-orders for the uh, Heels and Faces Danhausen figure, which looks absolutely fantastic. If you check out Danhausen's Instagram page at Danhausen AD, 
Uh, he's got some shots of that figure, and it's going to be basically Hasbro scale, which is awesome if you're a Hasbro collector or even retro uh, Mattel stuff. Uh, so yeah, check check out his page and see the shots of that. They're doing pre-orders for that on Black Friday, and proceeds from that does go to Danhausen, which right now is a great thing. Uh, as some of you may know, if you're a Danhausen fan, he recently broke his leg and had to have a very expensive surgery done to repair it. Um, so of course, you know, anything that can help him out right now, um, obviously, uh, now's a good time to do it. So yeah, if, even if you don't want to get the figure, go, you know, check out his shirts. He's got tons on pro wrestling teams, buy a shirt for you, buy a shirt for a friend. I know he's got his own webpage where he sells products, um, through that, you know, he also, um, that also helps support him. You know, he doesn't, uh, you know, he was with ring of honor and of course they cut everybody recently. Uh, so, you know, it's kind of a tough spot time for Dan Housen and, uh, for a guy who is really dedicated to what he does, um, I, I absolutely support everything Dan Housen does. So go give him a follow and, uh, buy some merch, uh, very nice, very evil merch and give Dan Housen all the monies because it's needed. Um, uh, so yeah, and actually I made a mistake. It was actually Elvira means Vincent Price number three, not number two. But still a really cool cover. It's him basically as just as a Puritan uh, burning Elvira at the stake, which is really cool. And then the Superman I'm talking about, the Jim Lee cover, is the infamous number uh, 204, which coincides with, I believe, Batman 608. Um, which I still need to get an original copy of that one. That's kind of uh, one of my next things I need to uh, make happen, is getting that Batman uh, book. Uh, I went to a convention of sorts yesterday in oklahoma city where it was just um a lot of very um oddities related stuff like skulls and you know gothic based artwork and things like that saw a lot of really cool stuff there it was uh, an interesting time um there was actually a really awesome dr frankenfurter piece of artwork there that was absolutely beautiful um but yeah, it was it was interesting. One of those things that uh, definitely doesn't happen every day. Uh, but it was cool to kind of get out of the house and go do something like that and really um, see something different for once. You know, sometimes you got to have that. Um, I've got uh, more pa pack openings that are in the can, waiting to be uploaded to the YouTube page. Those will be coming in probably today or tomorrow as well. So be on the lookout for those. Um, I also recently did an unboxing for the Unrivaled Lance Archer figure, which was fantastic. And of course, uh, as I talked about earlier, that uh, Dragon Stars Goku Black figure, both of them are really great. Uh, but yeah, more pack openings are coming. Uh, I'm slowly starting to sort through my Dragon Heroes cards uh, currently uh, to sort out kind of my extras and my duplicates. Uh, so once I have all that sorted and finalized and I have an actual separate pile of the stuff that's no longer needed for my PC or that are my extras and duplicates, uh, those actually may end up putting up for sale through my Instagram. So to keep it on my Instagram uh, for those, I may be doing, you know, lots of, you know, uh, you know, several and, you know, at a time, may do individuals, who knows, uh, but they're really cool cards. Um, so um, look forward to those being uh, put up as available on there as well as well as um, on the WW tops Chrome stuff there are a few colored parallels 
that I do have duplicates of. Uh, so some of those will be going up for sale through the Instagram as well. I'm pretty much trying to duck completely out of eBay because it's a safe place for buyers, but not a safe place for sellers. And if you uh, do anything as a seller on eBay, you definitely know what I mean. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. Also, um, I did take some time this morning, and I had earlier mentioned my Mid-South scrapbook that I had. And I actually completely took it apart out of the original book and plastic pages and everything that it was stuck to. And I disassembled the entire book and reassembled it into fresh pages for storage, into a fresh binder, uh, put the ticket stubs in the card sleeves, and I could not be happier with how well it turned out. Very, very cool to have it. And um, I, I look forward to taking it to my father and showing it to him just so he can kind of see it you know, in a much cleaner, uh, stored format, um, and much better, um, to handle, you know, because it was all just kind of shoved into this really old, like, photo album thing, and, um, you know, sometimes that's not the best storage from something that's, you know, damn near 40 years old. I would know I'm almost 40 years old. <laughs> don't, don't, uh, don't at me about the age, because, uh, Trust me, I feel it every morning I wake up and I, my feet hit the floor. It's, ugh, Sundays are brutal, you know what I mean? But also, um, I have come to terms um, with a few items that I plan to eventually start seeking out for the collection pretty soon. One of them is going to be, um, I'm looking for a Minon Card original Spawn figure. Uh, the original one from the McFarlane set, the basically, I think it was titled Spawn with Flying Cape. Um, so that one I, I'm going to try to start tracking down. Hopefully I'd like to find it in the wild. I've got a trip to Missouri coming up pretty soon, and maybe I'll get lucky and I'll be able to acquire it that way. Um, I got one grail uh, that'll be coming to me this next weekend uh, that Hall picked up for me. Uh, so that kind of knocks off one of the pieces off my list. But I've come up with a small list of figures that I'm going to start eventually whittling down. I'm still working on finishing up my Series 1 um, Toy Biz X-Men set. Uh, those obviously are a lot harder to come by than one would think, especially in good shape. Uh, so I'm still working on that. I have not forgotten about those. Um, but yeah, I, I've, I've narrowed it down, and I do have a pretty solid idea on some of the more retro stuff. I'm going to start picking up and keeping men on card. So look forward to me uh, doing some videos on those once those start coming in. Um, and then, of course, today after I finish filming for the unboxing I have, I will be doing a retro review video along with those as well. And hopefully I can get all of that uploaded today. We'll see how the Internet gods treat me uh, with the upload process. Um, well, guys, I think that's going to wrap it up for today's pod. Uh, thank you for joining me. Uh, remember to follow me over on Instagram at CollectingRaj. Also, um, you, if you have any questions, uh, you're more than welcome to DM me directly through Instagram. I'll be more than happy to uh, chat with you, answer any questions. Or hell, even if you want to shoot the breeze about collecting or anything like that in general, uh, by all means, um, I, I do everything I can to try to you know communicate with you guys when you have questions or anything like that through the YouTube. Uh, and doing it through Instagram is uh, no different. And speaking of YouTube, remember to follow me over on Inst on my YouTube, at Collecting Raj. And uh, give me a subscribe over there. Hit the notification button so you'll know uh, when, uh, excuse me, 
And I want to put new videos up. Like I said, I put new videos up pretty frequently. And that would be a nice way for you to keep up with them as they come pouring in. Uh, and then, of course, also um, follow my podcast feed on Spotify or Google Podcast. Um, and just, I'm going to try to kick out an episode again every week if I can. And we'll kind of go from there. Um, and then, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, I'll get some more information uh, for you guys about future plans as far as collaborations with the Brothers in Kayfabe podcast. And I'll let you know what we follow up from there. But, guys, that's going to do it for this uh, episode of the podcast. Thank you all for the love and support. And as always, until next time, have a great week.